This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, takes to his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the end It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, man. Guys, I'm here to rock out, man. I appreciate each and every one of you guys that are in here right now. Now, listen, normally we do a show 9.30-ish on the East Coast, you know what I'm saying? But I got to be real with you guys. You guys see, I don't know if you can tell, I'm still in uniform, still working, right? So I got about 40, I got 30 minutes. I got 30 minutes left here. I'm going to cook real quick, all right? We're going to talk. Now, if you guys are on our Patreon, you guys got a bonus video last night. Uh, but this is going to be some more spillover, man. It's going to be a little bit more spilling. Okay. Uh, not a breaking news video. This is going to be in place of our normal nighttime show. All right. So if you guys are normally around for the, for the, the dark hours, you know, 9 30 PM, this is it right here. Okay. This is it. It's going to be a short and sweet though. Okay. Now I got to start with the formalities guys. If this is your first time here on the YouTube page. Do us a favor. Subscribe, please. If you enjoy the show, hit the like button. Turn on those notifications so you know exactly when we're going live. Impromptu videos such as this one, you won't always get the notification that it's going to be in two hours. It's going to be in three hours. You need this notification turned on so you know you're in here. The 36 people that are in here so far, y'all are fire, man. That means those notifications are turned on. Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. That's the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. We also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. All three of those are nothing but Niners. It's spelled all the way out. No numbers in there anywhere. I talked about Patreon earlier. If you guys aren't there already, don't be the last to join the Patreon community, man. Patreon.com slash NB9ERS. Get there. It's worth it. It's worth it. All right? And last but certainly not least is our email, guys. If you guys have questions, comments, concerns, show suggestions, feedback of any kind, Send them right here, man. NB9ERS at nothingbutniners.com. I got a video I'm going to post up there. I was waiting to get some permission from our guy Brewer. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Brewer. He sent us the uh, video of them out in Green Bay. And I would love to post it on the YouTube page. So uh, as soon as he gives me the thumbs up for that, that's what we're going to do, man. We're going to get that posted there. So if you guys have any images, any videos of you guys in your 49ers gear, Send it on over, man. Send it on over. But I'm here. I'm going to interact with you guys, too, throughout this video, okay? So shout out again to everybody in the chat, man. <clears throat> All right? The 49ers and the and, and 
I, I don't know if it's the 49ers, the organization. I don't know if it's 49er fans. I don't know if it's the faithful. And yes, there's a difference between a 49er fan and the faithful. So let's let's be clear. And if I got to, I'll start there. I will definitely start there if I have to. But I don't know if it's the faithful. I don't know if it's the 49er fans. I don't know if it's the 49ers organization or if it's the people who just like to talk about the 49ers. But for some reason, there's a standard for quarterback that only exists for the 49ers. Now, you guys, listen, I say it all the time. There are a ton of other 49ers shows. They're out there. They're good, too. So you guys, I'm sure you're going to hear a lot of what I've said already. But this stuff is really starting to irk me. It's starting to irk me. You got people saying Trey Lance isn't ready. Isn't ready for what? What exactly is Trey Lance not ready for? Somebody in the chat, please tell me. Anybody. Like, don't just say he's not ready. He's not ready for what? Okay. 49er Jeff says, big shoot. Let me let me make that bigger. Let me let me make that bigger. Let me let me see which one we're gonna do today. I like that. We're gonna stick with that because the classic is all the way across. We don't need to fill the screen. We're gonna do it like this. 49er Jeff says, big shoes to fill. To what standard? Are we judging the team success or are we judging quarterbacking? Because if it's just quarterbacking, the shoes ain't that big, bro. He's like a size nine and a half. All right. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just saying. It, 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 all right, okay, okay, all right. Shoes aren't that big to fill. I'm sorry if it's just about quarterbacking. So I need somebody to tell me what they mean by Trey Lance is not ready. All right. Bob Money says, yeah, man, we expect better at that position. That's why we can't win a Super Bowl at the moment. We lost two. You're right. Inept quarterback play. Lost Super Bowls, right? Matt Stafford just won a Super Bowl, and his, his performance was average at best. Turnovers, a couple touchdown passes, but, like, it's it's not just about the quarterback to win the Super Bowl. you got to have a team. you got to have a squad. You know what I'm saying? you got to have a squad to, to, to make it to the Super Bowl. we we got a squad, okay? But I, I understand what you're saying. So I'm, as, I'm asking you guys, what is Trey Lance? Not ready for. I need somebody to tell me. Now, I thought my guys were going to be in here. I don't know where they are. I thought Nick was going to jump in. He said he was going to jump in, but he's not here. Uh, Tony said he wasn't going to jump in because he thought Wayne was going to jump in also, and I only got a couple of minutes. But it's cool. I'm a rock anyway. I don't understand what people are saying he's not ready for. Niner by nature, man. Thank you for the long-time support, man. I truly, truly appreciate it, man. All jokes aside, no matter what I say throughout the rest of this, I really, really appreciate it, okay? Randall, he chimes in here. All right, I've been feeling this first sentence here. We got a QB legacy. I'm sure Pats will have that same point of view of Mac is at least different. Uh, decent, I'm sorry. I'm sure Pats will have that same point of view of Mac is at least decent. Okay, well, here's the thing, though, right? When I hear people talk about moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo, and they're hesitant because Trey Lance isn't ready. I don't know what they mean by that. How is Trey Lance supposed to get experience without playing? 
How does he get ready if he's not already ready? Don't tell me he needs to practice more. He's been practicing for a whole year. The Niners, they confirmed this. I don't know if this is legal. I don't know if I should be saying this. Rumor has it that the 49ers contacted Trey Lance and his team and had him working on stuff for the pro day. I think that was, that was public knowledge. That was public knowledge. They wanted him to do certain things that they do their way. So he's been practicing for more than a whole year. Somebody tell me, not, what is Trey Lance not ready for? And how does he get ready for it without playing? Huh? Somebody tell me. The faithful know Trey is the future and he is ready. The faithful want a Super Bowl, but we also want a dynasty. Now, I like this. Leslie, I like this because I told y'all there's a difference between a faithful and a 49ers fan. So while we're here, let me, let me break that down for y'all real quick. Okay, and if it seems like I'm yelling, y'all tell me, Mike, chill out, lower the volume, because I'm in the car, I'm on my cell phone, I don't know what it sounds like at all. I'm speaking loud because my phone's in this big brick case, and I know that usually covers the microphone. So hopefully you guys can hear me. Let me explain to you guys the difference between a faithful and a 49ers fan. A 49ers fan, this is my opinion. Let me let me be clear here. A 49ers fan will have the game on and be walking around, talking on the phone, tweeting. The game is on in the background. You hear the crowd start yelling, you turn and see. Is it good or bad? Did we, did we fumble? Did we intercept? Did we score? It's a 49ers fan. The faithful, though, the faithful are a bit different. They're wired different. There's something in their veins that powers them and drives them. You know what I'm saying? The faithful, when the game is on, don't bother me. Okay? The faithful don't have to have people say, hey, what you doing this Sunday? Come on, dog. You know what I'm doing. Come on, dog. You know what I'm doing. When people invite faithful out on Sundays, the conversation starts with, hey, listen, I know the Niners are playing, but that's how it starts. That's how the faithful are identified. And if you watch the game with that kind of passion, with that kind of intensity, I believe that you believe we're going to be all right with Trey Lance. Okay? So again, back to Leslie's point here, the faithful know Trey Lance is the future and he is ready. And the faithful won a Super Bowl, but we also won a dynasty. Well, they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand, Leslie. You get the Super Bowl during the dynasty. You know what I'm saying? There's been one dynasty in the NFL that I've ever seen that I can honestly say was a was a dominant team that didn't win a Super Bowl. And it was the Buffalo Bills. Those four years that they did not win a Super Bowl was absolutely crazy. And and that was the, the four consecutive appearances. They had a that was a really, really good. I've never seen anything like that. I will credit them with having a dynasty, but it's not a you gotta put the cherry on top. You got to put the cherry on top. You got to win one. You got to bring a chip home. Just imagine how different people think about Buffalo if they won just one of those Super Bowls. This team was in the Super Bowl four years in a row and won one. Like, that's a, that's a, that's a big deal. Now it's a joke. Now they're a punchline because they didn't win one. They made the Super Bowl four years in a row and didn't win. But Right? Rim shot right there. That's, that's it right there. Okay? So... Look, 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 DeMarcus, 
He says, I swear, dude at the gym just told me he's not the guy. I like how you know he only played two games. I'm like, how you know he only played two games? This is, this is my point. This is my point, guys. I don't quite understand how or even why. All right? I don't understand how or why we have this infinite knowledge. Okay? Now, it's one thing to say he's not the guy. He's not the guy. Like, he can't get us there? Is that what you're saying? Or he's not ready? Because those are two different conversations. And both of them don't happen without experience. He's got to freaking play, guys. It's that simple. It's, it's, it's that simple. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I had, to, I had to send out a message real quick. It's that simple. You cannot say with a straight face that Trey Lance isn't the guy because he hasn't had an opportunity to be the guy. But you know what he is? As soon as they move on from Jimmy Garoppolo, he's the guy. No, it's not a question anymore. As soon as they move on from Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance is the guy. There's no other guy in town. He's the guy, right or wrong, for better or worse, results be damned. He becomes the guy. They immediately start building the team around him and his, his skill sets. How many times did I sit here and bang the tap? Man, I want Henry Ruggs. I want Henry Ruggs. You know what people were saying? Mike, you can get Henry Ruggs all you want. You don't have a quarterback to deliver the ball. Jimmy not throwing shots down the field like that. Like, damn, man, y'all right. Y'all right. So what do we do? We go out and get guys with long arms, quick area, uh, short area quickness. They don't need to have the long speed. You know what I'm saying? That's who we go and get. And we did that because we were building around the guy who was Jimmy Garoppolo at the time. It's okay for you to transition from the guy to the guy. All right? Trey Lance hate is ridiculous. Denise, I agree. The playbook isn't mastered yet. What does that mean? Do you let me okay? Let me ask you this question. Lindy, let me not yell because I don't I don't want to seem like I'm aggressive. I don't I'm not I'm not aggressive to you. I'm not aggressive to you. But um you think Jimmy Garoppolo mastered the playbook? Because through the whole postseason, we ain't do nothing. Not offensively. What does mastering the playbook look like? Does he know all the plays? Well, they said that Trey Lance knew the playbook in preseason. They said that. He, he knew the whole playbook already, so it wasn't about that. But what is mastering? See, I like I like how you worded this. Playbook isn't mastered yet. Because if Jimmy had it mastered, we left a lot of stuff on the field every single week. How many times when the game was over, how many times when the game was over, did you see people come to the All-22 right down your timeline? Look at Jimmy missed the guy here. Jimmy missed the guy there. He should have took the check down on this one. Instead, he forced it in his interception. They point out all the negative stuff. Again, guys, these shoes are not that big to fill. I'm sorry. They're not. The shoes are not that big to fill. Okay? And this is not hate on Jimmy Garoppolo or anybody with a size nine and a half shoe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I shouldn't have said that. Right. I, I really came at a bunch of people. Hey, my 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 high school best friend wore a size nine. All right. 
So I'm I'm sorry. I wear 13 if it makes you feel but I got Bobby's world feet, like the big, the big ass feet. This is not Jimmy Hate. And that's the thing. I'm not even here to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. I want to know where this new standard of quarterbacking comes from that 49ers, the 49ers team has to live up to. You got guys saying that he's not ready to win a Super Bowl. You tell me one quarterback that can win a Super Bowl in week one. Did did y'all catch that? Did y'all hear what I just said? Tell me one quarterback in the history of football. Off all levels of football. Tell me one quarterback. Tell me one quarterback that won a championship in week one. College. Arena football. Tell me one that won it all the first week. Why the hell does all of a sudden Trey Lance have to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback week one? When did that standard happen? You got people on national television, on the biggest of sports networks, saying, well, Trey Lance can't be ready because he's the only rookie quarterback that didn't get significant playing time and didn't overtake his predecessor. What? Did you watch the games of those quarterbacks that started? I will go out on a limb and say Trey looked better than all those dudes in that Houston Texans game. Put my little little asterisk in there. In that Houston Texans game. Come on now. Come on now. It's all good, Peachy. I appreciate it, love. It's okay. It's all good. I know I'm late on the comments, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Love you too. NBN. Oh, NBN. Let's go. Ah, we the same. We twins, but we different. We the same, but it's exactly different. Huh? All right. You know what I'm saying? So listen, guys. All of a sudden, the national media is saying how the 49ers can't move on from Jimmy Garoppolo until they get somebody better. And I'm just not understanding it. I'm not understanding this shit. Let's go. Let's 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 talk about this, bro. Am I crazy, Tony? What? Where does this new standard for 49er quarterbacks all of a sudden come from? All of a sudden, if a guy can't win the Super Bowl in week one, he's not ready. What the what does that mean? What, if, what this, where is this coming from? Is this in reference to Trey? Yes. Everybody, everywhere. So listen, okay, let me let me. <laughs> Let me let me say this to the faithful out there and 49er fans, because there is a difference. I, I went over the difference already. I'm not gonna do that again. But let me let me let me put this out there to you guys. The national media is going to critique your team, specifically your quarterback position, heavily because we respond the most to those articles. Mm-hmm. I I can tell you guys, I have seen it, and they just slide right under the radar. I have seen articles where they say, did the Jaguars make a mistake drafting Trevor Lawrence first overall? I've seen them. But you know what happens? Nothing. Because they're not as passionate as we are. Even our normal 49er fans are more passionate than other teams' diehard fans. Yeah. And so when we see stuff like that, we get defensive. We <laughs> Adam Rank grew in popularity like crazy when he said the Niners were going to go 3-13 and the year that we went 13-3. Super Bowl year. Remember that? Niner fans 
Oh, man, did we line the streets? Did we march? We rallied, right? We stood up. We stood tall in that. We make those articles gold. No pun intended. We make those articles gold because we're so passionate. We're not going to let you disrespect. You know what's crazy? The national media people can say the same exact thing other 49er fans can say. But we don't like hearing it coming from an outsider. It's wild to me. But Tony, what I'm what I'm what I want to talk about, man, you got national people saying Trey Lance isn't ready. And so what I asked what I asked the chat here was, what is he not ready for? What does it mean when they say Trey Lance is not ready? Honestly. First of all, I me on this show pounded the table once we drafted him. Put him in. He's got to learn. You got to learn, play him. And if there's anybody that could scheme an offense to protect flaws, it's Kyle Shanahan. Obviously. I think we could agree on that, right? So by me saying this, it, it takes it back to why they went up and did what they did to bring him in. Everyone's like, oh, because of it's his injuries. No. You don't trade three first rounders for somebody because of their injuries. You're trading to get an upgrade at the position so therefore you want this kid on the field contributing let him get his knocks let him get his go up you know go through his ups and downs and and, and learn and kyle will scheme him in and make it easier for you just like it's going to be now like next year right so let's take a look at the season real quick he had one start versus arizona heavy run heavy run heavy run couple nice throws first pass overthrown interception knocked the jitters off went back at it and kept throwing didn't back down Second start, totally different quarterback, in my opinion. Totally different quarterback, in my opinion. I thought he looked more comfortable. He worked, he manipulated the pocket better. He had a better pocket presence. He made two throws that were unreal. One of them from the opposite side of the field, going to the opposite friggin' uh, pylon in the end zone. So, you know. You see the improvement. Now, if that's two games and you see that big of an improvement, what would have been if it was from week one to week 20, right? It would have been a more significant improvement, more reps, more practice, more preparation. It would have helped him. Now, for me to sit here and say, I guarantee you Trey's going to be a, a – he's going to blow the league away next year, I'm not going to do that. But do I think Jimmy – do I think Trey will take this offense to the next level and something what Jimmy could not do? I'm going to say yes because of two reasons. Not as only his arm, it's his foot, it's his it's his uh mobility to even just just to roll out of the pocket and create an extra second to make a throw. Jimmy didn't do that. So right then and there just based off of that one little sample of one extra second of play time, that's a significant upgrade and that's going to take this offense to the next level. Just off of that. And that's all I'm going with with that. Exactly. Exactly, man. Like look Callie says here, Mike, maybe as far as locker room respect and leadership, Jimmy's shoes might be big to fill. All right. So I, I want to talk about I just Can I just stop you on that one second? There right. was a rumor. There was a rumor when the 49ers were down and they were struggling in the, in the fourth quarter. He was the one on the sidelines trying to get everybody revved up and clapping and all this stuff. Like, you know, come on, come on, let's go. We got this. We got this. Nobody else. It was the rookie. That is from the small school that played no competition. So you could take that and throw that right out the window because you know what? It's how you're wired. It's how you are as an individual. It's how you were raised. It's how you became. Okay. You're wired to be a leader. 
And you can't make somebody that's not a leader a leader. It's either in you or you're not a leader. And that's that. Yep. And the, the one thing I've always heard about Jimmy is that he's one of the guys. Right? Jimmy. They always said Jimmy was one of the guys. And I've never heard anybody call their leader one of the guys. Not not like that. But I'm not I'm not here to say Jimmy wasn't a leader, right? But if people are going to question Trey Lance's leadership, you got to understand what y'all are asking him to do. He's the youngest player on this team. He just turned 21. That's fine right? with me. That's fine with me. But I'm but look at this. A 20-year-old rookie who played one year in college in one game versus an eight-year veteran. Of course they're going to say Jimmy's a, more of a leader. Of course Jimmy knows how to prepare better for a game. His study habits might be better. You know, I heard people saying Trey Lance has to learn to be an NFL quarterback. I'm not mad at that statement. But Trey Lance also has to learn how to be a 49ers quarterback, not just an NFL quarterback, because the culture is different everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. Study habits in one place might be okay for a guy there. But if he takes those same study habits somewhere else, they're not okay there. You know, we heard the whole team talk about how big of a difference and how much the wide receivers improved in their mentality and their study habits once Emmanuel Sanders got here. Right? Emmanuel Sanders was doing what he'd been doing for years. Something that he learned in another locker room. Right? And then he dropped that seed here. And that's what we all of a sudden came to see. So you don't just have to... Emmanuel Sanders had been in the NFL for years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that didn't mean that any, that didn't mean anything. You had young wide receivers on this roster for two or three years who were NFL wide receivers, but they needed to learn more. Yeah, it, it, so so I don't I don't think that's ever something that's ever like just put out there that easily. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just I did see a contribution. Now I got to skip a whole lot of. By the way, I'm not hate Tony. What size shoe do you wear? Thirteen and a half. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Damn, why? Huh? Why was where'd that come from? Well, because they said Jimmy got big shoes to fill. And I said, no, he don't. Probably a nine, nine and a half. So <laughs> no, I'd say about a 10. I'd say Jimmy's about a 10, maybe a pushing it. He's a, he's a tall guy. Yeah, he's a tall guy. Um Niner by nature says, Can we at least expect the 2016 Falcon offense for the 2022? I don't even I don't know if that's fair to, to want. I don't know. I tell you what. It's definitely fair to want that. I don't think it's fair to expect that. Because the kid still has to take his lumps, guys. He's still got to take his lumps learning and playing. But that doesn't mean the lumps have to be, man, you really suck. That's the thing, like, I don't understand about people. Like, can't the kid be good and continue to get better? Can't he take his lumps and still be good? Sure. Sure. It just seems like people don't want that to be the case for this guy. I don't get it. I don't understand. It's who was it? Was it Ryan Clark, Joe Montana? You're stepping into a a team that just went to the NFC championship game. He's not ready for that. They said, well, that's Ryan Clark. That's, that's irrelevant. I'm sorry. Like these people that talk shit, don't analyze football and don't watch it. If anybody, if anybody had a head on their shoulders, that new football, take, take the competition out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Take the competition out of it, right? Dad, what are you doing? Just come down here, please. I'm on. I'm talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just take the competition out of it. Who was prepared the best for a pro-style offense? Think about it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So now we all said we like Justin Fields. I'm still going to stand with that. I'm not backing down from it. But I liked him because of he played the competition. He was in bigger games. He makes those throws. He was he is a good quarterback. I still think he's going to have a successful career. But if you really identify the system and how they taught him to play at Ohio State, and then you look at the way Trey Lance was coached at North Dakota State and how he played, I don't give a shit what anybody says. Trey Lance is the most ready quarterback, in my opinion. And right. I'm not talking about competition. I'm talking about coaching. Right. The style of play. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. You heard so, all the, the – So the, how, how many times is he? Like, so how how – how is he not "quote unquote" ready? He's and, got the fundamentals down. It's just him adjusting to the speed of the game. And nobody can even tell you what being ready means. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's okay for a guy to learn the the game while playing. It's there's, no, okay. there's no definition of being "quote unquote" ready. Exactly. Exactly. If I say you're ready, but you're telling me you feel you're not ready, it, and I'm the coach, I'm saying you're ready. Right. right. Or if Nick says you're ready, I don't think you're ready. And you're saying you're ready. Who the hell are we to say you're ready when you're not ready? You know you're not ready. Right. So, guys, let's, let's look at the question here, though, from Niner by Nature, man. We'll start with Nick here. He says, can we at least expect the 2016 Falcon offense for 2022? No. I don't think it's going to be anything like the Falcons offense. I think this offense may come out as a whole different offense. I think you're going to see a lot more power. I think you're going to see a lot more uh, – I don't want to say uh, – I don't want to say more of um, – not play action, misdirection. But I, I just I, – I I wouldn't be shocked to see Kyle come out with a whole different type of offensive scheme. Not, not completely different, but um, – different than the 2016 Falcons for sure. I think I think we can hope for that kind of production. I think yards, points, I think that's all attainable, but the offense should look different. We have a different type of team. You know, we don't have that Julio Jones here. Not yet. We don't have that kind of wide receiver here. You know what I'm saying? I don't we don't even have a Taylor Gabriel here. You know? But we have a quarterback that can take advantage of those kind of receivers now. So maybe the offense looks a little different. You know, you got to figure out how to work that all in there. Um, so Tony, are you expecting? Are you expecting that? You think it's uh, something that we should expect? I think you're going to see flashes of that offense with the addition of Anthony Lynn, and potentially the way I could potentially see it going with our offensive line. I like. I agree with Nick said. I think you're going to see a lot of power running. Because that's something this team hasn't been is has not been able to do, right? Because if you look when they tried to buckle down and go for th third and two, like you know third and three, fourth and two, they always get blown up in the middle if it's not a Jimmy Garoppolo run, or if it's not a quick special like catch you off guard design run. You know what I'm trying to say? Like you know misdirection this way, come back this way. And pulling your best offensive lineman as a lead blocker, like that shit. I think Kyle wants to go on a, like a fourth and one or fourth and short two or fourth and long one, line up and just put the ball right down your throat. And that's why I think the draft class, our first three picks, were all tied to get into each other. 
yeah. bigger card, right? That you're going with the bigger mentality now. And it's funny because that's what Anthony Lynn was about in Detroit, Buffalo, and the Chargers. That physical bang you between the tackles and run it right down your throat. Yeah. But also have the ability to run on the outside zones. Yep. Yeah. So I agree. That's, that's what why, I think. Like- that's why when I saw them hire him, I said, holy shit, Kyle's doing the multiple versatile game, offensive attack right now. Right, they're gonna pound ground and pound in between the tackles. They're gonna go off tackle. They're gonna go misdirection. They're gonna do the jet sweeps, the orbit motion with the fake hand, whatever. They're just gonna go every aspect of any type of run design. But I really think Kyle got pissed on the third and shorts, the fourth and shorts, that he couldn't just man up and just blow it right down their throats. That's what I think, and that's why I think he jumped on Anthony Lynn like that. I think it. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, well, Aaron Banks couldn't start this year. Da, 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 da. I truly – I've been saying this for a while. I mean, if you watch Notre Dame, they're more of a power guys. But they – I believe that Aaron Banks was definitely drafted for Trey Lance. And I believe Trey Sermon was definitely drafted for a Trey Lance offense. So, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking that we see a lot more power. I'm with you on that, Tony. I think we see a lot more power next year, uh, beat you up in the trenches type of run game as well. All right. Now, this comment here is from uh, Mark. He says, uh, I really want Arizona free agent running back James Conner with Mitchell. You know, I told people that Conner was going to be the man in Arizona, and I got laughed out the room. I did. But, you know, um, he's a good pass-catching uh, running back. He's a guy who's shifty. Um, but I I, I don't – I we're going to get the free agency and all that stuff a little later, uh, sooner rather than later, if we're being honest. But um, – We'll, we'll get back to that, Mark, man. We appreciate the contribution, bro. I really do. And then Ali Bear, she chimes in here. She says, hey, professors, Mike, Nick, and Tony, do you think that all of this is because both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady unretired to come to quarterback for us? Mahalo, Ali. Thank you very much for the contribution. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think either one of those guys want to come here. And even if Brady were to unretire, if I'm not mistaken, Tampa still owns his rights. Right. Yeah, he already Denver, put a he already put a thing out too that he wasn't coming here that they he holds a grudge against them on a on an interview today. Oh yeah, I see. I haven't even seen that. But those teams aren't trading those quarterbacks inside the NFC. They're not. That that that's not going to happen. So I wouldn't worry about that unless you're sending them to a team that like you just know is no good. You know what I'm saying? That would be the only way you do it. If the team is no good, what do you guys think? I just I want to put this to bed for the final time. This salary cap situation in this roster is not configured or constructed to hold a veteran quarterback with a big salary. That is why Jimmy Garoppolo, you egg, get the fuck out of here. Um, that is why Jimmy Garoppolo is no longer going to be with the 49ers because now Trey Lance on a rookie contract could allow them to add the pieces that they feel they need to add to solidify the roster and put the final touches on it. This was the reason because you can't afford to pay. You can't afford to have the well, high, one of the highest paid tight ends, highest paid left tackle, highest paid middle linebacker, potentially the highest paid wide receiver. Um, who else? A highest paid defensive end. Now, 
Yeah, that's scary. But on the other hand, that's good because you're developing your own talent. Aunt, would you shut the hell up? <laughs> you're, you're developing your, your homegrown talent. That's what you want. That's what you want, right? Everybody knocked this team for years. <laughs> for years that they put in, like, you know, draft and develop talent. And, and now look at it. They have five players on huge contracts. So the veteran quarterback is out for me, unless it's a backup for a cheap salary. Yeah, I'm with you. He's about to go kill this kid right now. Hey, Nick, what, <laughs> what size shoe you wear, Nick? Ten. There you go. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I got to get the girls now. I'm going to pull around in this parking lot really quick. <laughs> oh, my um, God, Tony. You're killing me, bro. <laughs> oh, I got tears, bro. I want to get to this match. We're about to get hit with a child abuse case. <laughs> I'm gonna um I'm gonna get this contribution and we're gonna wrap this thing up here. Uh, are they leaving? Oh. All right, hold on, here we go. Let's do this contribution here. Uh 49er Jeff. Thanks for the contribution. He says, Are we expecting trading tickets to the Super Bowl within time frame Jimmy did? And we only had a small sample size of Trey's play. It's all a mystery. Well, let's talk about it. How long did it take Jimmy Garoppolo to get the 49ers to the Super Bowl, guys? Two years. Well, technically one year playing, right? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> no matter how you look at it, it's more playing time than Trey Lance has, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not – I'm well, not – yeah, because Jimmy played five games in 2017. So he played five games in 2017, and then and then three, and he got injured, and then yep, he played yep. the whole season of 19. Well, exactly. not the whole season, but yeah, exactly. So I mean, if you're gonna give Trey Lance three years, if that's what you're asking, absolutely, Trey Lance will win a Super Bowl in three years. I, I'd bet anything on that. I'd bet anything on that. What are you guys' thoughts? <laughs> Look, I, I'm holding my expectations back. A little bit and it's not because of Trey's abilities right you got to look at everything around the Niners right you have a shit ton of free agents you have a shit ton of free agents how is Kyle going to utilize and coach Trey Lance I still haven't seen Kyle or a quarterback coach evolve a quarterback that we've had um so I'm a little skeptical on that not that saying that he can't but I haven't seen it yet um, I'm holding my expectations for Trey Lance at a lower level than what most people are because of the ability of what they've seen in two games. Yes, he's more athletic than Jimmy Garoppolo, 100%, right? He can make all the throws on the field that we've seen so far. But we also got to remember that he played one year of college and he's played two games in the NFL. It may take two years for him to fully grow. Um. This is not a bash on Trey Lance at all because I am so excited to see what Trey Lance does in this offense. But there's a lot of deciding factors in it for me. How's he coached? What type of offense are we going to run? Can he run the offense that Jimmy Garoppolo did? 100%. I believe he can. But I don't think Kyle's going to stop there. I think Kyle's going to give him more to do as a quarterback where we say Jimmy Garoppolo was holding back this offense. Trey Lance isn't going to be a guy that holds back the offense. So – I'm holding the expectations, but I'll go with you, Mike. I think that in three years, I think there's a 
probably a 75%, 80% chance that Trey Lance can win a Super Bowl. All right. Let's see if Tony and Ant can uh, answer this question here. <laughs> what are you guys expecting from Trey Lance, man? Are you uh, can, Look, it says, are we expecting Trey to take us to a Super Bowl within the time frame Jimmy did? Now, to me, that's three years in the system. I don't know if you guys even interpret that the same way. What do you think, Tony? Is he still he's still on mute? Yeah, he's still on mute. Yeah, I say within three years, yes. I think he could do it. All right. All right. We got two more contributions that came in here. He says, Mike, calm down, please. They didn't think we would make it to the championship game, and we did, in spite of our second string QB, not a star QB. Our defense carried us almost to the Super Bowl office. Was that? I mean, look, the truth of the matter is the 49ers have a good team. So, right, team expectations and quarterback expectations are allowed to be two different things, guys. Mm -hmm. I don't know why people keep trying to lump it all in like it has to be the same thing. Like, is Trey Lance going to be better than Jimmy statistically? I think so. Yeah. As far as passing yards, touchdowns. Percentage-wise, he, he he has a higher chance of being way better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. But don't sit here and, and tell me, well, Jimmy got us to the NFC Championship game and Trey only got us to 10 wins. Like, I, that's that's a team thing. That's not just on one person. I know quarterbacks are credited with wins and how far our team makes it and all that, but we got to watch this thing play all the way out. We have to watch this thing play all the way out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but thank you very much for the contribution. I really appreciate it. We got one more here that came in too, before we go. Oh, would any of you guys want to respond to that? I don't want to cut y'all off. Um, I I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I don't think it's just the quarterback that gets you to a championship. And I understand that the defense, but like I said earlier, man, I, I don't know what this team is going to be next year. We don't know. We have 28 free agents. We don't know who's coming back. Who's going to be filling in? We don't know about Alex Mack, which is I think is a huge portion of this offense going forward, and 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 a big you know factor in getting re-signed or restructured to at least a one-year deal. We don't know what this offensive line is going to look like next year. There's so many different factors that factor in for next year um, and going forward. I don't want to say it's a rebuilding year. It's definitely a retooling year. You have you have 28 free agents, like. Whether they're you bring players back or you bring new players in, they still have to learn the system. They still got to learn the defense, whatever side of the ball they're on. Um, but I wouldn't put it all on the quarterback. I agree with you there, Mike. I think actually quarterbacks can be credited more with losses than they are credited with wins because I think they have factors of, to where they can lose a game more of a chance than being in position to win a game, if that makes sense. I don't know. Well, if that's, you guys what, that's that. what separates. I don't know if you can hear me. That, that's what separates um, elite quarterbacks from good quarterbacks, right? An elite right. quarterback can go out there and win you a game. We haven't right. had that kind of quarterback here, guys. No. We haven't had that kind of quarterback. A bad quarterback will go out there and lose you a game. And an right. average quarterback will be as good as the rest of the team is around him. And that was Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm sorry. I, I know people say, oh, well, how come we didn't win with Nick Mullins? How come we didn't win? They're bad quarterbacks. That's why. They're worse quarterbacks. quarterbacks. That's exactly huh? right. 
Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll lose you a game. It's all. I would love to know. I would love to know if per game, if if Nick Mullins averaged more passing yards a game than Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm sure somebody's got that stat on standby. I'm willing willing to say if it's not a yes, it's damn close. (laughs) Right. Right. So I, but I, I don't know. I personally don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, we, we, we're not coming out here throwing the ball around the yard for 350, 400 yards game. You know, we're, we're in that 250 range. So that's what we do. Um, damn, y'all are still putting the kind I'm trying to end the show and y'all still paying. All right. Um, shout out to the Bengals fans, huh? Okay. All right. I see y'all in here. Who they? D-E-Y, by the way. Uh, I can't read this. I'm driving. Uh, thoughts on my Bengals. Okay, go thoughts ahead. on Bengals. If Joe can get more than turn turnstiles as, as protection, uh, I have faith in everything but our O line. Un- unfortunately, I think they could throw a lot of money at Tomlinson if he hits free agency. Yeah. Hey, what's their um? What's their what's their salary cap situation looking like? The Bengals are going to be a good team for a while as at long least. as that franchise breaks their trend. Of being notoriously cheap, at least they already, huh? At least fifty-five million. They got fifty-five million in cap. I I don't oh, think yeah. I, I think the one that we need to worry about stealing Lake and Tomlinson from us is the Miami Dolphins. To be honest with you, and they have the top number one money in cap space this year. I'm going to tell you what the numbers is for the Bengals. I'll look it up real quick. The, the, the Bengals have been a notoriously cheap franchise, uh, and they made it all the way to the Super Bowl doing that. So I don't know if they're inclined to change their ways, if we're being completely honest. Like, what's the motivation to get better? Now, hopefully they see, like, oh, man, we did good. The fans are going to, you know, show up more in more places. So maybe we should invest a little bit more into this. Um, but if to answer this question straight up, if, if, the, if, the, if the freaking offensive linemen were better than just turnstiles, I mean – the, the sky the sky is the limit. They've got three re- really good wide receivers. They got a top five running back in my opinion. Joe Mixon's one of my favorite running backs in the league. Um, and this they, they got a young, promising uh, quarterback. You know, if, if they stop fucking up his legs and his ACLs and and knees and MCLs, they can they can let this young man grow into something special. You know, that they yeah. he went out there. Yo, I've I've never seen a quarterback like yo. They talk about the nine sacks and all that stuff. They don't talk about the hits. They don't talk about the hurries and getting on the move and getting out the pocket and stuff. They just talk about the nine sacks that happened that game. Like, this kid, he was he was doing it in spite of, not because of. <laughs> the um, So the Bengals have 48,778,000. Nice. The yeah. Dolphins lead, lead the league with 64.6 million. 64.6, okay. Yep. So the top five are the Dolphins, Chargers, Jaguars, Bengals, Broncos. The Dolphins have the most cap space and they got three first round picks? Yep. No, they have two. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's the. um, They have ours. It's next year that they get another one from us. The the other team has uh, three first. The Eagles have three. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's still crazy. The Eagles have 20 million in cap right now. What what site are you using? This what what site are you on right now? Over the cap? Uh this is Spot Rack. 
spot rack. What do they have the Niners as right now? I saw a report that said the Niners are negative seven million, but I've never they seen that before. Two point nine million. Right. So where the hell was that report? That never mind. Let me shut up, man. I don't even. Oh, oh yeah, bro. It's whatever. Yeah, and our average age is twenty seven point four three. Wow. Yeah, so, we got a young team. Man. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Ooh, baby, baby. I think Tomlinson. I think Tomlinson needs to come back, but I just don't see us. I, I just Jalen Moore was that Tony was Jalen Moore an actual left guard or a right guard? He was a tackle in college, but he played guard at the Senior Bowl and tackle. I I, I be honest with you. I have a strange gut feeling that Banks goes to the left side, Jalen Moore goes to the right side, Trent Williams is left tackle, and if they decide to stick with McGlinchey, he'll be the right tackle if it's Compton or if they sign or draft another guy. I honestly feel Jalen Moore could potentially be a guard next year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That's why I wasn't sure. But I think it's all keyed on. Alex Mack comes back or not? Well, if Alex Mack does come back, then you want you, you don't mind having rookies in there. You got someone to drop some knowledge in their ear. You know what I'm saying? So that, that kind of changes it up a little bit. Um, let me see. One last cool. one here. There was another contribution. Um, let me try to see if I can yeah, find it. I found it. Niner by Nature says, what's y'all feelings with Trey working with John Beck in L.A.? I'm gonna go on. I'm not surprised. Kyle, Kyle, I don't know if he hired him, but sent him to uh, to the pro day to to script the drills for him. When Kyle watched it, he worked with him a little bit. I'm not surprised at that at all. That Beck is uh, working with him. I actually thought potentially John Beck would be a a good addition um, when Pep Hamilton stayed with the Texans to be a, an addition to the staff as a, a, a potential QB coach to work with um, Trey, but allegedly he's an assistant with the Jets and he's still under contract. I'm not 100% sure on that, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like it, you know. Um, he did, didn't he go work with him during the offseason too, after pro day? <clears throat> like in between uh, mini camp and training camp? Yeah. So, and that's why that's why I question why people say, "Oh, Trey Lance isn't ready. He's not ready." Like, what? The only thing that he doesn't have is literal experience. You got to put him out there. The kid knows the playbook. He knows how to play football. He knows how to run. He knows how to throw. He's working on his footwork. Like, you can't ask this kid to do anything else that he hasn't done already. The only thing that's left is the play. <clears throat> and everyone's saying, "Oh, Jimmy just got into the NFC Championship game, and Trey Trey's not ready to do that. He can't do that right now." Tell me one quarterback you've ever seen get a team to the Super Bowl in their first start. <laughs> it's not possible. Can't do it. No. <laughs> so that's it, man. Guys, I'm going to get up out of here, man. I got to go. Pumping some gas now. Girls, say hi. There they go, my babies. My little monsters here, man. I'm, I'm happy that Trey Lance is working with um, – John Beck again, you know, that shows the Niners investing some stuff in them. You know what I mean? And when they get to the point of the season where 
players aren't supposed to be around the team and all that stuff, uh, that they're still out there getting it in. It's always a good sign. So I like that kind of stuff, man. Um, but that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Let's get out of here. Uh, any final thoughts? I miss you guys. Uh, miss you too, man. Miss you. Um, no, I really though. Final thoughts are, man. I just, I'm excited to see what the Niners do this off season. I'm truthfully to be excited. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see if that, what John Lynch was saying, basically, you know, did they learn their lesson on signing these older injury prone players for lighter contracts? How do they utilize their money this year? And, um, what's this team going to look like next year? That's, you know, Anthony Lynn is a big signing. I think it's, you know, is Bobby Turner going to stick around still? Um, you know, just different things, man. There's a lot of things to be excited about. Yeah. Yeah, we got the whole offseason to discuss it, man. Uh, Tony. Um, I don't know. Final thoughts. It's the same shit, man. Just stay tuned. It's going to be busy this year, and I think this team's going to be more aggressive than usual. There you go. There you go, man. I I think so too. I think so too, man. My final thoughts is just this, man. Simple. Stay faithful, guys. All right. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We out of here. Peace. Oh no. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up. No fakes, we spinning, we winning, we high stakes We never miss, we all makes Look at us dudes trying to prove Bringing you news with nothing to lose Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain hey. See, I'ma confess it We under the pressure If you looking to find us We them nothing but niners Niners. Niners. We nothing, nothing. Uh, Niners. 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 Niners.